1: Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? It's your man, Jordan Reigns at 50 Shades of Drunk, if you are on Twitter, and we are back. Back again with another episode of the IDP Army podcast, where of course we are talking mostly IDP, all fantasy football. Guys, gals, appreciate you being here with me today. We are going to start a series that's going to run for the next couple of weeks, probably through the next month. I'm going to try to be dropping episodes um, back to back to back. Um, so we're going to be busy around here, but I want to give you guys a full 32 team preview. Both sides of the ball. Nothing super duper deep, but I do want to run over, you know, who the starting players are going to be, what we're kind of anticipating for them. Um, You know, ADP rankings, things of that nature. Uh, So, yeah, we are going to get that started first before we do that. uh, Appreciate some of y'all been leaving uh, reviews on Apple Podcasts. That's awesome. I implore the rest of you, everyone listening, please right now just click on Apple Podcasts, Go leave us a five star rating and a review. That does a lot to help the show get more eyes on it. And as the season up is coming, you know, we want to help more people win. We want the IDP Army to grow. You know, there's hundreds, if not thousands of you guys out there. We need a lot more reviews. So this is me asking you, let's go get it done. All right. So when I look at this in a couple of days, a couple of weeks, we're going to have more reviews. That's going to be awesome. Maybe we'll read some off. Maybe if we can't get people doing this, uh, we'll do a little competition. You know, maybe we'll do a little giveaway or something of that nature. But we will see how that goes. But if you're listening to this, if you hear this, Go, right now. Leave us a five-star rating review. We'd super appreciate it. Um, anything else I need to talk about before we jump in? Mm, no, I guess not. Uh, so let's go ahead and jump into these teams. Uh, the first team we are going to be talking about is the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, 2020 record for the Arizona Cardinals was 8-8. Eight and eight. Obviously, we won't get any more 8-8s. and eight, so We've moved to a 17-game season. But they were 8-8 eight and eight team right in the middle of the pack. Um, honestly, they should have been Seven and nine, except for the Hale Murray play, which if anyone knows me knows I really don't like that play. Um, notable personnel moves for the team this offseason. You know, they did retain Cliff Kingsbury, he's still around. They added JJ Watt, so they got some pass rush help. They added Malcolm Butler, got rid of Patrick Peterson, so you know, went from one falling off corner to another kind of falling off corner. Uh, Malcolm Butler can make uh, some tackles, though, and he is pretty well versed at safety and corner. So they're going to be able to move him around if they want to, whereas Patrick Peterson was you know, primarily an outside corner most of his career. And then they did add A.J. Green. Now, what do all these guys have in common? They're all really old, but they are veterans. Um, this is a young team with a young head coach. <clears throat> So it makes sense to want to address, uh, you know, get some veteran leadership, get some guys that are going to know what to do, what to look for on, you know, these important games, these important situations, you know, third downs, fourth downs, you know, they just, these are the guys that are going to be the playmakers for you. So they brought him in, not thinking anything really big for A.J. Green's going to happen. Malcolm Butler should essentially still be a starter. And J.J. Watt, obviously, is still really good. Um, We never were off of him. Like I said, they lost Patrick Peterson, and then Kenyon Drake has also left the team. Um, They added James Conner as well. So like I said, Cliff Kingsbury, he's coming into his third year now with Kyler Murray. Um, You know, I think he's a little bit on the hot seat. Eight and eight's not going to cut it, Um, you know, so they're especially with all the hype that he got coming in. So they're going to need to to do a little bit more for Kyler. So let's just go ahead and actually talk about Kyler. Um, You know, it's his third year in the league. And the the story of Kyler really comes down to the rushing yards. Um, you know, he's had uh he had eight over eight hundred this last year, uh he had over five hundred his rookie year. Um and I don't I don't think that's something that we're gonna see go away from his game. Um, even though he said he wants to throw more, which I think he will. The fact that he is able to scramble and to make those extra yards, uh, it's really going to it's going to be a difference maker. I will say he had 11 rushing TDs in 2020, which really helped boost him up the rankings uh, as far as uh, scoring. He only threw for 26, which last year was not a whole lot. Um, that number is definitely going to come down, especially with the addition of James Conner, who is going to be a goal linebacker. Um, you know, assuming he's healthy. So I don't think the rushing yards are going to be quite as high if he rushes less. So we could see that drop down to about more like five, 600. And I think the, the touchdowns are going to drop down as well. Um, He's really got to take a step forward in the passing game to be worth kind of what he's going at right now, just for reference points, you know, in underdog ADP and this today is, you know, it's June 21st, 2021. Um, His ADP is 53. Uh, that's quarterback three off the board. He really needs to put up what he did last year to be worth that and uh, you know maybe he will pass a little bit more this year but a lot of those rushing stats i think are going to regress so that's a little bit heavy for me um fantasy pros right now his his consensus rank is quarterback three as well so i'm for me kyler is not a guy that i'm willing to pay up for and in fact the leagues i've had him in one or two dynasty leagues i've traded him away because i think his value is kind of an all-time high um so, yeah, let's talk about some of his weapons. You know, we have DeAndre Hopkins. His ADP right now on underdog is wide receiver four. Um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins is kind of in that Julio mold now where he's he get to commands a high target share and he's always got the yards to back it up. He is able to get up in that double digit touchdown region, something that Julio was not really able to do in his career 13 and 2017. 11 and 2018 hasn't hit double digits the last two years in fact six this last season and only seven in 2019 um this last year was his first year with kyler he was able to put up 1400 receiving yards which you know would be a, probably a career year for most receivers but it's actually the third best uh season deandre hopkins has had uh, uh yardage wise so um you know, his catch rate is incredibly high, 71%. That was actually a career high for him. So he's catching balls that are coming in from Kyler at a high clip that are, you know, put on him. Um, he's getting the yard. So I think that's a fair price to pay for DeAndre Hopkins right now. Uh, you know, I think he could go up a little bit in the touchdown department, especially since he only had six this last year. Uh, I don't know. If 1,400 yards is going to necessarily be another, another, another thing he's going to be able to do this year, but we'll see. You know, he's he's consistently getting the targets, um, and you know he's been he's the unquestioned one on this team and pretty much any team he'll ever go to until he, you know, hits that AJ Green type of year. Which um, before we get to Green, we'll talk about Rondell Moore, rookie they drafted this year. His current ADP is 144 in Underdog, makes him the 63rd wide receiver taken. Um, I think that's a little bit low, honestly, considering what, what what the kind of potential and upside that we see him have uh, his fantasy pro uh, PPR rank right now is wide receiver 73. So there's a little discrepancy there between his ADP and his rank. Uh, I think the market's a little more bullish on him than the fantasy community right now. But, you know, it's that time of the year where it, it was still rookie season. Um, it's hard to overly project some of these rookies, and especially with guys like Moore, where he is on a team with a, a massive target hog like DeAndre Hopkins. So we'll have to see what happens there. Christian Kirk, uh, interestingly, Christian Kirk's ADP is not that far off of uh, of Rondell Moore's. He's a wide receiver, uh, seventy one, uh, and his uh, that's one ADP of one sixty three right now on Underdog. Um, his fantasy pros consensus ranking is 63. So there's a market discrepancy there. His fantasy pros ranking PPRs, they're basically flip-flopped, he and Rondale Moore. So that's kind of curious. I think there's definitely something to be said about drafting uh, Rondale Moore in definitely in an underdog at that price, especially with the kind of spike week upside that he seems to have. Um, there's a good spot for you guys to go get, go get you some value. And then A.J. Green, he's the other projected starting wide receiver on this team on the outside. Uh, he's old, but, you know, he got he commanded still somehow commanded quite a few targets last year with the Bengals. He goes to another team where now he doesn't have to be the one or even the two necessarily uh, if Rondo Moore ends up being what he is. But we know he's a contested ball catcher. So he might, he you know, we might see a Brandon Marshall esque type of season out of him or an Alphonse Sean Jeffrey where he just kind of shows up and he gets the red zone targets. So. Um, It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I think there is value to AJ Green this year, considering he's finally at an ADP that I like. Uh, Underdog ADP is at uh, 185 right now, wide receiver 80. So, I mean, if you want a cheap player to stack late with Kyler, let's say somebody does get DeAndre Hopkins and you miss him or whatever, whatever, um, I think that AJ Green is going to be valuable on certain weeks this upcoming year. Am I saying go draft AJ Green? Mm That is ADP. Yeah, probably. I mean, if you're looking for a guy to put on the end of your bench, you do want upside. But I see upside with A.J. Green. You know, I think they brought him in to be a red zone weapon. Uh, the Kyler's not going to have to take the ball in so many times himself. DeAndre Hopkins is going to get the primary coverage. You know, let him go up. You know, if you get in the red zone, I, I have a hard time imagining where if you go three downs, at least one of those balls is not coming to A.J. Green. So at wide receiver 63 on fantasy pros, there's a a discrepancy there as well. So I think the market is a little bit more bullish on him just in general. Those are fantasy pros. Those are PPR draft rankings. So that's obviously going to be for a a redraft type scenario. Um, The tight end situation here is not something we are really concerned about. Uh, It's Max Williams. I don't expect Kyler to suddenly start throwing to his tight end a lot this year. Uh, He's more of a blocking guy. And with all these kind of weapons at wide receiver and running back, There's no real reason for him to to do that. So I'm not worried about Max Williams. I'm not concerned about any of the tight ends on this team. So we are going to take a short break, and when we come back, we will talk about the running backs and the defense for the Arizona Cardinals. What's good, IDP Army? It's Jordan Reigns, and quickly I want to tell you guys today about the big project I've been working on, the Ultimate IDP Index. The Ultimate IDP Index is the number one resource for IDP fantasy football players, rookies or veterans, for 2021. Inside, you're going to find contract information, tiered IDP rankings, detailed player production profiles going back to 2017, suggested trade values, and a whole lot more, including unique write-ups, unique videos that will only be available within the Ultimate IDP Index deck but to me probably the most valuable thing is the fact that the trade value estimation tool is going to be updated weekly so you'll always be aware of what a player is worth in your dynasty league at any given moment so what are you waiting for sign up for the idp army patreon today patreon.com forward slash the idp army join the black ops tier and join the idp army today yo 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 we are back guys gals if you aren't an idp league for fantasy football first and foremost fix that um idp is the way of the future it's you know you're playing with more variables you're playing the whole game of fantasy football we've been you've been lied to if you only play offensive fantasy football there's more goodness out there trust me so get in on the the idp index if you guys are looking for something to you know get you through that first draft i might even drop a uh sleeper best ball draft in the comments down here we'll have to see that may or may not be the case, but if it is, feel free to join that. Come, uh, do do your best to uh, to win some IDP, you know, an IDP league, you know, and best ball gives you an opportunity to do something different. So, um, anyway, let's get back to the actual task at hand here. The Arizona Cardinals uh, running back situation comes down to two guys essentially. We have James Connor, who they brought in, like I said, and we have Chase Edmonds. Um, Chase Edmonds a lot is getting a lot of hype right now. A lot of people really seem to like Chase Edmonds. I'm not a huge believer in all of all of the hype. I mean, he's been there 2 years now. Uh 3 years now. Uh, so he's been there every year that Cliff Kingsbury's been there and Cliff Kingsbury has never given him more than never even given him 100 carries. So the idea that he's just going to come in and suddenly just kind of take over and like he's the guy. I don't I don't know where that's what that's based on really. Um you know, he, he they, people say he's a great pass catcher. I mean, yeah, he's good. He's not like he's any super better than James Conner, though, I mean, James Conner has been targeted in his career 153 times, has caught 124 of those. Um, compare that to Chase Edmonds, 111 targets, 85 receptions. So, I mean, wh- you know, Conner's had more targets, has a higher catch percentage. Um, his yards per catch are almost identical. Um, Chase Chase Edmonds had one year where he was just slightly over um, so I don't know. I don't know what the I don't really think that the Chase Edmonds hype is necessarily appropriate. James Conner is also only 25 years old. Um, You know, that's like the age that Zeke is. That's the age or I think Zeke's even young, older than that. So, I mean, it's just what you see and what you think you see with James Conner and the reality of the situation is that he's going to be a value for you this year. Uh, he's right now ranked as a fantasy pros consensus wide running back thirty six. And Chase Edmonds is running back 26. That's a huge value discrepancy right there. Um, you know, and if you, it's even reflected in his best ball ADP. Chase Edmonds ADP in best ball is uh, 69, uh, RB 27. James Conner right now is uh, 108, RB 36. So, you know, if you're looking at one of these pseudo zero RB sort of drafts, you need to be getting uh, James Conner. You know, just look at what, what, You know, the the damage Kenyon Drake did last year, 239 rushing attempts, 959 yards, 10 touchdowns, you know, I mean, there are rushes available back here. And Chase Edmonds admittedly has said, like, I'm not going to be a 20 rush kind of guy. He knows he's not going to be that kind of guy. So there's there's value to be had with James Conner on this team right now. Do not sleep on what James Conner can bring to your fantasy team this year. Um, And I'm going to be fading. I'm going to be fading Chase Edmonds personally. So take that as you will. All right, let's talk about these linebackers now. So uh, hot, hot, you know, hot young team, the Arizona Cardinals. They have two hot young linebackers. Uh, they drafted last year, both first round picks, both the first picks of their first round in the Cliff Kingsbury era have been linebackers. They took Isaiah Simmons, who came out of Clemson last year, and they took Zabin Collins, who came out of Tulsa this year, both in the top uh, 20 overall picks. Um, this essentially is going to force out, Jordan Hicks, who came over from the uh, the Eagles, who had the li- overall linebacker one season two years ago on this team. Um, you know this team is is questionable on defense. Uh, they do have some playmakers, but they're not necessarily able to slow teams down. If that makes sense, so you get a lot of tackles on this team available to you. Um, so what do we like here, uh, Isaiah Simmons. What we like is the fact that. He had 11 impact plays on uh, less than 600 snaps last year. That's extremely good, and he was able to put up 54 uh, tackles on limited play time. You know, so for a guy that was not on the field a lot, two pass deflections and interception, four tackles for loss, two sacks. I mean, those aren't just those aren't scrub impact plays. Those aren't aren't, aren't you know those aren't forced fumble fumble recovery type situations where he just got lucky. These are actual plays being made by the players. So we like what we see here from isaiah simmons he's currently in the ultimate idp index let me double check here where i've got him he is in my uh tier four beast mode tier uh it's probably a little low but that's a that's an every week starter right now um that's in the same that's in the same tier as davin collins he's coming in he's they both have pass rushing chops they both have coverage chops so um if they can get this defense going Uh, It's going to run through these middle linebackers, but that's going to open up a lot of stuff for, you know, the veteran presence that they have on this defensive line where they added J.J. Watt this offseason. J.J. Watt, people might try and tell you he's washed, uh, completely untrue. Did he have gaudy sack numbers last year? No, he didn't, but he still had gaudy numbers in general. 52 total tackles. That's what you want to see. That's really good. 14 uh, tackles for loss. that tied Aaron Donald, uh, who got defensive player of the year this year. Um, for you know, he gets seven pass deflections. That's an extremely high number. He always gets those as a defensive line player. Um, you know, the sacks were the only thing that was missing from his profile this season. The impact plays were still intact, uh, two forced fumbles and he he looks healthy and he looks ready to go. So he's going to be a huge boon to this line where they already have Chandler Jones. Now, 2020 was not a good year for Chandler Jones. He started out the year slow um admittedly and then he hurt himself in week was week five so he didn't have a very big stat sheet this last year but if you look back to 2019 just one year previously 19 sacks he was half a sack away from being a sack leader 11 tackles for loss eight forced fumbles i believe that tied tj watt that season to lead the league um five pass deflections as well, 42 solo tackles, 11 assists, 26 quarterback hits. He was a busy, busy boy, and he was a legitimate defensive player of the year uh, candidate two years ago. It was a really big year for the defensive line. They ended up giving it to Stefan Gilmore, but um, you know he hasn't really lost a step. I don't really know what to attribute the early uh, kind of slow start for him in the beginning of last year, but I am, I'm still in on uh, Chandler Jones. He's an extreme value right now. In most of your leagues, um, you know, if you look at his rankings right now, he's DL 35 uh, consensus overall. That's a little bit low in my mind, or I'm sorry, I'm looking at JJ Watt. Um, that's low for JJ Watt too, but you're going to get value out of both of these players because they are quote unquote old. So don't be afraid to take Chandler Jones and TJ Watt this year. Um, and then let's go ahead and talk about, um, You know Marcus Golden is also there. I do want to briefly bring him up. Jordan Phillips is there. I want to briefly bring them up. These guys aren't going to be uh, every week starters for you unless it's a very deep type of dynasty league. Um, And then they also have that pass rusher, uh, Dennis Geradek. Uh, He was extremely efficient. Don't know if he can keep it up, but I know they kept him around and Hassan Reddick is gone. So if something were to happen to one of these edge rushers or if they are coming off the field, you do have a guy coming in who has proven himself to be extremely efficient. He's not going to be a starter, but he will be there for you. Um, and in the last position, which is probably where they have one of the best players in the whole NFL is the defensive back position. We're talking about Buda Baker. Um, you know, Buda Baker guys, gals, if you don't know, you need to know, uh, he is one of the best defensive backs in the entire NFL. He is an extreme tackle monster. He is the new honey badger in my mind. Uh, 118 tackles this last year for any defensive back, 118 is good. But the thing is the year previously, 147. He had the most solo tackles in the NFL just the year before that. His impact plays are not super duper duper high. Um, but they're they're good enough. He had seven this last year as far as tackles for loss, six pass deflection. You like to see that. He has two first career interceptions this last year as well. Um, you know, we love Buda Baker. He's our defensive back two right now in the ultimate IDP index. He's defensive back two coming into the season. Uh, the only reason he's not one is because he doesn't have the impact play upside that uh, Jamal Adams has. Um, even though his tackle rate is just a little, just a teeny bit higher across his career, um, the fact that Jamal Adams can get home for for the sacks, the big plays for you, and the tackle for loss numbers, and he's getting better at that every single year noticeably gives him a slight edge. But do not sleep on Buda Baker. He is a, a great defensive back in the NFL. Um, you know, follow him on Twitter. He's funny. He's a. Uh, he's always a. Uh, He's always got something to say. He's a good guy, too. He's a a drippy-ass dude. So we love Buda Baker around here. So, guys, gals, that is the team preview for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I'm projecting this team to be similar to last year. They were finished 8-8. and I don't see them going more than 10-7, and and that's being generous. Um, They've got their work cut out for them. So we need to see the defense as a whole mesh. We need to see Kyler take a, a step forward as a passer. Um, and we need to see, uh, these running backs really establish themselves as, as you know, the one and the two quickly out the gates. And if this team can find its identity early, um, I think they're in a good spot, but we'll just have to see. So, all right, IDP army, that's everything from me. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show. If you're listening on podcast form, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. You need to be watching us on YouTube. That's where we party. So, all right, until next time I'm out of here y'all.
0: The rain hit the sand, build a house on a rock, got a plan,
1: Boom. gotta get stocks, keep them bands, hit the clock, tick, blades on the fan, Boom. used to be mundane on a Monday, now you have fun day on a Sunday, Boom. cause you're switching it up, and you living it up, you ain't getting it enough.